Good Sunday morning. Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Rise NFL Week 9 presented to you by the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG sitting in with the one, the only lady C, the Swamp Queen. The Midnight Rider, Ben. The boss, BJ. First and foremost, like we always do, how's everybody doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Definitely in pain this morning. Um, oh, I'm feeling my thirties. I'm good though. <laughs> yeah, you know that, what? It, that what, what last happened? leg of my thirties. Uh, huh? You sleep. You sleep when wrong. You, sleep you know. Mm hmm. Slept wrong. Yeah. And then that I was it. Slept wrong. Didn't I didn't have nobody to sleep with, slept wrong. It was like that's all it takes. You sleep wrong and you gotta find your liver in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I agree with that. Uh we got a question, and this question rolls over from the Thursday night throwdown. And the Midnight Rider posed this question. Well, I had to put a pen in it. I'm not even gonna lie. I had to put a pen in it because I was like, I don't know what to do but the question is if you were the owner of the commanders brand new owner and you had a choice you can your, your first move or your first two moves what would they be and here's here's a caveat and he threw this out there because he had to you cannot change the name back to redskins so I'm going to throw it to Midnight Rider since it was his question first. Go to the boss, BJ. Lady C is abstaining from this one. She said she's going to sit this one out because she <laughs> she's already in trouble with HR. So, uh, Midnight Rider. So, I think the first thing I would do is I'd find some kid that's in the front office or somewhere. He still got kid on his breath. Um... And he's able to run my front office. I would turn everything over to this kid, let him pick the coach, uh, use whatever formulas, whatever pi is times three, whatever he got to do. Um, I would turn this over to a young guy and let him shape and mold this franchise into what it used to be, um, uh, which was a winning organization. So that's pretty much what I would do. This is a really good question. And it's so much wrong and going on with this organization nope. right now. Um, can you hear me? Y'all can hear me? Okay. Um, first of all, you have to address all the allegations. You have to hit that head on. You have to, even, even though you weren't here, whoever the new owner could be, should be, you have to address that head on and take responsibility for it and you have to close that chapter because as long as that cloud flies above this franchise, you're, it's just going to, it's just a bad vibe. It's going to trickle down. It's going to continue to trickle down. Um, I think that the two people that they've mentioned, Bezos and Allen, the, the two kind of front runners to buy this franchise, I think one hell of a gesture would be, and we saw the Rams on to do it, is to put 
and, and Bezos can do it with no problem and not and not lose any sleep was would be to pay for the stadium outright. Because his fan base is so wounded and 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 you've had these seasons where three or four games into the year you're giving up on this team and we see the social media posts, I'm tired of this team, you know, or I've, I I was born in 98, I've never seen this team win. I've never seen Super Bowls or you born in 2012 and you've never seen this team win or be successful. Uh, I think you have to win your fans back. I think one way to win the fans back would be to pay for that stadium outright. And, and you make it first class, just like, you know, all the other NFL stadiums are right now. Those are my main things. What Ben said, Midnight Rider is, is spot on. I can't even get to that until you address the many allegations and clouds over this franchise, man. You have to tackle those and address those. And then you have to figure out, I think you have to go to the 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 Rams, the 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 Patriots, Buffalo. You have to talk to these franchises and just get some input. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Because you get an owner in here just because it's Bezos or whoever it is. They they haven't ran an NFL franchise. You know they don't know what it takes to. to the business wise, they're they're great businessmen. But now you need to figure out what do we need to do to be successful as an NFL franchise? How do we change the vibe? How do we change um, the structure? What, what people need to be in place? Like, like Midnight Rider said, you know, a nice young GM that kind of understands numbers and players and how to put a team together from the bottom up, build your foundation. That's, that's what I would do. So. Well, I guess it's on me. I didn't had a couple of days to think about it. Um, BJ, it kind of we kind of just threw it at him last night, but uh, this is not a video game, so I had to think about this in terms of what would I do. And one of the first things I would do, I would, two moves, because I only get two moves. So the first move, I'm calling DC. I'm getting my stadium deal. I'm buying that plot of land from the government where RFK Stadium sits, and I'm redeveloping it. That's my first move. I'm bringing a team back home. I'm creating jobs. I'm creating revenue for the city. I'm doing all of that. And I'm doing it the way BJ said it. I'm paying for it outright. I don't need to raise taxes. I don't need to do none of that. This is my land. This is what I want to do. I don't want to hear no, no, no gentrifiers or no transplants talking about we don't want a stadium in our neighborhood. This ain't your neighborhood. This is our home. This is where we're at. Okay? Number two, I would restructure my front office and I would have a hierarchy in my front office where everybody has a role, but everybody reports to one person. There's a chain of command, but at the top, it's one person. It's not a board. It's one person. And a part of that front office, yes, I would still have Ron Rivera as a part of my front office. He may not stay as my head coach, but he always has a job in my front office because I love his mind. I love his football mind. I love uh, Martin Mayhew's football mind. You know, I love Doug Williams' football mind. I, I would actually do what I had to do to call Scott McLuhan because his scouting, he would be the head of my scouting department. And those guys would be joined at the hip in a group text and at least eat dinner together at least two to three times a week during the season. So they can talk in the off season a little bit more so they can get this team together. 
I'm not putting my hands in it. I'm not standing on the table for nothing. Look, I hired y'all to do a job. Go do the job that I hired you to do. You ain't got nothing for me. All you got to do is tell me how much I need to pay. No, I'm, I'm not going to be, because look, look at what happens. When you, when you stick your hands in a pot like a Jerry Jones, like a Daniel Snyder, look at the trash that you have. I don't want to be the next Jerry Jones. I don't want to be the next Cowboys. Where you start off, and they called the Cowboys a dynasty in the 90s. But imagine how great they could have been if Jerry Jones never got greedy. He never wanted the spotlight. He never wanted to be on the TV with his Super Bowl rings on in the war room, making all the decisions. He never wanted to become GM. He just let Jimmy Johnson do what Jimmy Johnson do. They probably could have won another three or four championships because they would have drafted well. And once Jimmy left, they didn't draft players to replace a Michael Irvin. They didn't draft a quarterback to replace a Troy Aikman. They couldn't replace a Jay Novacek. You can't place a, a replace a Moose Johnston. You couldn't replace the guys on the defense. I don't want that. I'm paying you to do a job. Do a job. There's no interference for me. And I, I get what you're saying. And I always say to that, I'm not, if I had the money they got, those guys have, yes, you hire your people in place to make the decisions, to run football. But at the end of the day, this is my money. Because I want to know, I want to know, yes, we, we're here to win football games. I want to know the whole shebang as an owner. What issues are we experiencing fan-wise? What are the fans complaining about? Let's address that. What are the players complaining about? Do we need uh, are the facilities up the park? Do they not like the, the training facility? Do they, I, want, I want all these issues on my desk as an owner also. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, your, your VP, you know, that's, that's his main job. But I need to know this stuff, too. Then the main thing is, too, who are you bringing into my organization? Are you bringing in my organization a guy that is a troublemaker, that we know we're going to have problems with, but on the field, he's an A+. Plus. No, I don't want that guy. I don't, I, I don't want that guy. You got to find – give me a – if you give me a C plus guy with an A plus off the field ethic, give me that guy. The A plus guy on the field with the D plus off the field nonsense. No, don't. That has to come by me. And to what the big guy KG is saying, if you hire the right person, because when you hire your your person to lead your franchise, the the person underneath the owner that makes the decisions, that needs to be a conversation we have. That's not. That's not one dinner. This is several talks. This is this is how I want it to be. Just like how Buffalo changed their mindset, where they don't have these certain players coming in no more that are troublemakers just because they're good players. Or we accept this because we're a losing team. That's You have to change that mindset. You're bringing guys in here, you know, that are troublemakers because you need performance on the field. It's like you're sacrificing – here to get something here, but they're going to come and smack each other eventually with a problem, whether it's on the field, whether, you know, arguing with the coaches on the sideline, whether it's disgruntled locker room. We all know all it takes is one bad apple out of 53. And the guys, whether he's on defense or offense, the whole locker room is out. 
and as an owner, I need to be a part of that. Am I am I the am I the guy to to draft? Hell no. I want to be in there, and I know we're spending too much time on this. I I would like to be in there just to hear what these guys are talking about. I'm gonna let my draft guys make the decisions. I'm like, oh, and I'm asking questions. Hey, why are we why are we going after that guy? You know, why are we doing this? You know, I want to know. This I'm this is my business. This is my business. I, I want to know what's going on. I don't think that's fair to an owner. Now, you know, yeah, you got meddling owners, but for the most part, I need to know what's going on with my money. Please tell me. Please tell me how you're spending my money. And I, I agree with that. Now, before we move on, let me say this. If I hired Lady C, Midnight Rider, and yourself, I'm not going to dabble in what I hired you guys. Now, granted, if the facility's not up to par, yeah, I want to know that. Somebody's not happy about something, you know, the plane ride was bad. Yeah, I want to handle that. I want y'all to handle all the on-field stuff. You know, I may ask questions and say, you know, well, what's so special about this guy? And you give me the rundown. And if your face lights up and that's the guy you want, make it work. Do what you need to do. Go Look, I can't have you cook the meal if you're not shopping for the groceries. I want you to be successful because when your your success translates into my success. So I don't want to be over top you over your back and well, hey, you need to pick this guy because this guy's from the area and he has ties here and he has family here. I don't give a damn about none of that. Can he bowl? Is he an upstanding citizen? Is he not? Am I not going to get a phone call at two a.m. telling me that this dude's in jail for vehicular manslaughter? You know. That's all I'm asking. But I, I just I don't want to have my fingers in everything. I don't need to be in everything. I need to worry about the, 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 the price and the quality of the food that we're serving at the stadium. I need to get restaurants in there. I need to get something like uh, 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 what's the one on Bladensburg Road? What's the chicken spot on Bladensburg Road, B? Um, drawing a blank. Roman, Roman Rooster. Rooster. I want Roman Rooster in my in, in my stadium. I want uh, 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 Slim chickens in my state. I want co-chicks in my stadium. I want co-chicks in my state. I want good food in my stadium. I want people to say, you know what? The atmosphere was live. That's what I'm worried about. Y'all worry about on the field. Let me worry about everything else. You know, when the craft table come out pre-game and y'all need, I got apples and oranges. I got fruit. I got everything you need. And we got some of the best technology medical wise that is easy for recovery. I want to put things in place. That you don't have to worry about at all. That's what I want. On the field, that's on y'all. So, and I hired you to do a job. I'm paying you right, and I'm gonna give you. I need success within five years. If we don't have success in five years, we know. Hey, we're gonna mutually part ways, and we're gonna go. You know, we're gonna try something different. Or if we're right there, and I know we're right there, what you need to put you over the hump. That's that. I want to be so, in the office. I, I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not fit for the field. I need to be in the office. I don't want to break a nail. I ain't trying to sweat. I'm good. Just put me in the office. I got you. Can you. be in the office. You, you. We got papers for you to file. Come on, file these papers. File these. Yeah, I ain't look, good you good with numbers. I know how good you are with numbers. So you. You look. You can be the cap coordinator. Hey, look. This is the budget. We can't go over this. So. We got games on the slate today. First game up, the Boss BJ's Buffalo Bills versus the 
kind of hot New York Jets. Buffalo's 10 and a half point favorites uh, over the Jets. Uh, no over under there? Uh, I think the over-under is uh, 46. Okay. 45 and a half. 45 and a half. All right. We so we'll start with, with Lady C, go with the Midnight Rider, and finish up with the Boss BJ. That's the order of the day. So Bills versus Jets. Lady C, take it away. Uh, taking the Bills. Hands down. Um, the Jets, They. I don't think they found their their – they're getting into their rhythm, but they're not quite there. Um, the Bills have already come on the scene, already in their stride. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely pulling for the Bills here. Um, you know, last week they 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 put a, a hurting on my boy Aaron, Aaron freaking Rodgers. Um, it hurt me to see. It hurt me to see, but. It was a good game. It was a hard-fought, well-won game. Aaron out there, fucking up, being being Aaron, but it's okay. He still he still has my heart as Aaron freaking Rodgers. That's it. That's all. Um, but I'm I'm definitely taking the Bills today. Nothing else. Okay. Uh, you got uh midnight. See, Bills versus Jets. So the Jets still that quarterback thing is killing them. Uh this team should probably have one more win. I mean, I know that's not saying much, but um Zach Wilson's just gotta give them something more. Uh their running game is okay. I know um James Robinson is going to play today, so that helps them with their run attack. Uh the Bills, I think the Bills, if memory serves me correct. Uh, and BJ, you can help me out on this, but I think the Bills have the most double-digit victories um, in the league right now, uh, and I think this is going to continue today. So I, th- I have, I'm definitely taking the ten and a half, and I'm going to take the over. So I got Bills ten and a half over. The Bills disappointed me last week. I really, really thought that that Packers team should have got blown out the water, and. Now, if you watch their game, they left they left some points on the board, some opportunities, and it is what it is. They're still an NFL team. Um, I love the Jets defense. I love the Jets defense. They added Sauce Gardner. They got uh, what's his name Wilkerson up front. Is it Wilkerson? Quentin Wilkerson. Williams. Quentin Williams. Williams. And it, Quentin Williams and his brother isn't his brother the linebacker? Yep. His brother's yeah, his the brother. inside or outside line, Quentin and Queen Quentin. His brother put the lick on Derrick Henry. Uh, y'all remember that? <laughs> um, the Bills are damn near first and everything. Yes, sir. Um, but I think that Jets gonna give him an issue today. I don't think that I don't think the Bills are gonna cover the ten and a half. I think the Jets they already been talking trash in the media. Uh, if the Bills do cover, I think it'll be late in the game. I think the, the Jets' defense and the running game um, will keep them in it. I don't, I don't, I don't see the Bills moving as freely as they have been the past couple weeks against this defense. And I, you know, if I'm wrong, I'd love to be wrong about my Buffalo Bills, but I'm gonna still take the Bills. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Jets cover, and I'm gonna say this is this will be over 46. I'm gonna say the Jets cover that 10 and a half. 
and give Buffalo some problems today. Uh, what is he? Six uh, overall. The Jets are six overall yards allowed per game on defense. So, some got to give. I think the Jets are legit on defense. Now, the offense and Zach Wilson, that's a whole different issue. That's what that's probably what's going to cost them the game more than likely not being able to move the ball to three and outs. But look out for the Jets, though. So, question, BJ. Um, if I'm Joe the fan and I'm watching Buffalo for the first time, outside of Josh Allen on that offense, who should I be looking out for? Who should I be worried about? Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis is a number one receiver damn near on any team of the team in the league. So if you're watching, you're Joe the fan, Buffalo has two number one receivers. And Gabe Davis isn't lightning quick, but for some reason, some reason, he gets behind the defense with ease. Gabe Davis and and the other thing, two number one receivers, and you have two guys that are killer route runners. Stephon Diggs probably top three in the league route running. Gabe is probably top ten, and that's and he hasn't even hit his ceiling yet as far as route running. Um, yeah, you look out for them two guys there, and then uh, the other thing you, of course, Josh Allen. But the other thing is, if you're looking and you guard those two guys, and them them cornerbacks turn their back, guess who running up? The middle of the field, or, or or rolling out to the right, is seventeen. So it's like you you you're damned if you do, damned if you don't play in this Bills defense. They just got Hines from the Colts. Singletary's running good and hard. They got Cook. They got Dawson Knox. It's it's they can hit you from any any way on offense. So it's not just seventeen to fourteen. Diggs the island. It can be seventeen to Davis. It can be. Singletary out the backfield. Now you got Hines returning kicks and and him out the backfield. He's lightning quick. You got Dawson Knox up the middle. And then if you cover all those guys, guess who running for 18 yards and sliding or or putting his shoulder down or hurling somebody? Josh Allen. We ain't even got to the defense yet. We ain't even got to get to the Bills defense. That's a whole nother issue. That's a whole nother conversation. But if you're looking, look at Gabe Davis. Look at 13. And just watch him run routes. Um, you can't cover everybody. If you're the defense, you can't cover. You got Sauce Gardner. They got they got some they got some really good people, but you can't you can't account for everybody. And then if you if you cover Diggs, if you cover Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox, and then you plug up the lanes for Josh Allen, Isaiah McKenzie, the, whoever the third whoever comes as as the third wide receiver or the fourth wide receiver. It's just so much that they do that gives the defense fits. So good luck. I'm going to say this and please, I'm not trying to be blasphemous. I've said it at the beginning of the season. I've said it. I said the pieces that they keep adding that uh, Buffalo keeps adding. It reminds me of one of my favorite times. And that's the nineties Buffalo that K gun offense. When you seen Jim Kelly go like this, and he put that gun up, no huddle, you had depth. And that's what Buffalo has. You have a, a strong arm quarterback. They have that again. You have receivers that can kill you. Think about this. Kelly had James Lofton, Andre Reed, and Don Beebe 
and Don Beebe wasn't scared to go across the middle. At behind him, he had Carwell Gardner was like 6'10", 6'12", and was a fullback and could get you two yards when you needed it. Kenneth Davis and, and Thurman Thomas, dual threats who could run the ball and catch, which you have now. You got dual threats, guys that can run the ball and catch. You got depth at receiver. You got only thing that they not, that they don't have, they just don't have Kent Hall anchoring the line in the middle <laughs> at center. But this Buffalo team, man, I love watching them. And I'm just sitting there in awe, and I feel like, I feel like I'm like 10, 11, 12 again, and I'm watching these Buffalo offenses march up and down the field and like, yeah, y'all not stopping them. I watched Buffalo in the 90s. I watched them destroy uh, the Raiders 56 to 3. I watched that game, and I was just so geeked up about it. 56 to 3. Dominance. Dominance. I think the the thing that this Buffalo team has over the 90s Buffalo team is they're just a little bit more – they got a little bit more oomph. And I think that when it comes down to playoffs, this is their year because they've been on the cusp the last two years. They've been a Super Bowl favorite two years in a row. I think they're on the cusp. And I think this is where they finally get over the hump and they get to the show. So I'm taking Buffalo in this one. I agree with BJ. I think the Jets will give them some trouble, but I'm taking Buffalo in this one. Give them the ten and a half, because I think it'll be a I think it'll be like a thirty, a thirty to nineteen win. Yeah. But Buffalo gonna roll up some yards. Hopefully Josh Allen has a beautiful day. Hopefully the defense gets a couple picks and a couple fumbles. You know, late stuff because I got both of them in uh fantasy. So you know, give it to Dawson Knox too. I think I got him somewhere. So, I if, if it is if it is a weak spot on this Buffalo Bills team, it's the offensive line, and that's a that's a C minus D plus offensive line that continuously gets a C plus B minus grade because of Josh Allen's legs. If that was if that was a, a, a Alex Smith back there or Carson Wentz, they would get destroyed. That would get you straight. If you pay attention to that Buffalo offensive line and how often Josh Allen has to get away from pressure, he's very good at doing it. Those boys are it's, it's patchwork, you know, and that's that's probably the weakest unit on this team. No, not probably. It is. It is mm-hmm. by far. It is by okay. far. There's something to look at for y'all in the off season, is because it's going to be guys as free agents, guys coming out of college, build it from the inside out. That's the best thing you can do. I believe me. I know about offensive line troubles. And speaking of offensive line troubles and what I know, Captain Kirk returns to DC. Vikings five, what six and one Vikings versus four and four commanders. Uh the commanders are three point underdogs. Now that says a lot because they give you three at home. So they took the three and gave the three to the Vikings. So uh, go around the table once again. You know the order. Lady C, Midnight Rider, Boss BJ. Uh, well, for starters, you know, I can see why I took it from y'all. Um, um, because you got two of your key players are out. Uh, that's, uh, that's And you have McKinney. 
basic that out. Uh, well, story. Uh, with, with those two, you know, those are those are some heavy hitters. Uh, so I could I could see why they took it from y'all. Um, oh, and yeah, you have uh, Wentz who's still out too. But he can stay out. You know, I'm gonna, you know, put put a little a bit. He's in. She good. You breaking up there? You 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 going in and out? Uh, Heineke fan a little bit, <clears throat> but. Uh oh, that Wi Fi done got her again. That damn Wi Fi, Whiffy. Um, I'll pick it up from here. Uh, it's good to see Kirk back. Um, Kirk, I guess since he's been gone, this is crazy because I just looked at it. Now you're back. You're frozen, but you're back, and you're gone just like that. And then she moved. She and must have got the same. She must got that 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 southern Wi-Fi that Don got, you know, with the gerbil on on the wheel. Get, <laughs> get that hamster moving, baby. That's what Don do. Don just kind of get the hamster moving. Sometimes you might have to turn the wheel yourself. Just crank it up. So back to what I was saying, like Kirk, um, is back. Ever since Kirk has left. There's been five different quarterbacks starting for this team to start the year. Um, I think they've gone through at least three quarterbacks every season since then. So this hasn't been the modicum of um, stability at all here in Washington. So I think that's one issue. The other issue is they have Justin Jefferson. Kid's an animal, probably one of the best receivers in this league. And then you have Dalvin Cook, who's just so, so explosive that um, you give him a little bit of daylight and it's trouble. And I think that's where the commanders get in trouble today uh, because their linebacking core is down. Um, I know Ridgeway, the nose tackle, wasn't playing some good ball kid they picked up from Dallas, um, a six-rounder. Um, but I, I, this, this game scares me in just that it can get out of hand quickly because Minnesota is so dynamic, so fast that um, – and I just don't know what Haneke, the Haneke offense so far through two weeks has looked very um, like Tim Tebow-esque where you start off, you have something early, and then it goes into a into a dull. Um, you don't do anything, and then all of a sudden you get to the last two minutes of the game, and then the offense picks up again. So I'm really concerned about that, and I think that Minnesota might be gone out too far for them to come back and keep it close. So um, – I'm taking the Vikings in the minus three and it looks like the over under is 43 and a half. So I think they're going to be just over it. It's going to be a 24, 20 type of ball game. Washington commander fans. Listen to me. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride because you got a team coming in here with the Vikings six and one and Nobody knows if they're for real or not. But what I will tell you is I believe they are bottom. 
this is just off memory. I think they're bottom 20 when it comes to pass defense. Okay. Here's where I want to see what Scott Turner does. Because we are at week number nine. Okay, this ain't week two, this ain't week one. When you come in with your rankings now, you are what you are. So if you're a bad team covering the pass, I want to see the commanders take advantage of that. Um, Before Swamp Queen Wi-Fi went out, she was saying um, that three points. And KG said it, the, the, the three points, that's big. Three points for a six and one team coming into a, 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 a Washington team that's struggling offensively, that's big. Now, we all know, you know, Vikings can light it up. Jettas, Kirk Cousins get on fire. You know, um, do they have, they have TJ Hawkinson this week. Is he dressing? He is dressing. So, that's 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 going to be a different dynamic for the Vikings. That's going to be a new weapon for Kurt. We we saw how he did with Jordan Reed here. Okay, so that is going to be a big, big, big plus for Kirk Cousins. Um, I think they struggle with the Commanders today. I really, I really do. I really think they struggle with the Commanders today. The Commanders got some mojo going. Um, you know, I'm hoping that. Heineke gets better every week. We see a little bit more. Um, you know, I keep saying the whole, you know, use him, use his legs and stuff. I still think the Vikings have come out with it. I think it's going to be a close game, though. I think it's going to be one of those 20-24 games, 24-27 games, where the Commanders have a chance to win and probably just can't get the ball moving. One of those, one of those deals. Um Give me the Vikings in the three. Give me Vikings in three. I, I'm iffy about it. I'm going to pick the Vikings on my picks, but I'm iffy about that. I really think the commanders could could make a statement today and come away with a W against a, a hot Vikings team. I really think – I don't – they're 6-1, and one, the Giants, I, the, the, the Jets. Yeah, this is it's, – it's, it's early in the season. I don't really believe in the Vikings. Well, uh, as a Washington fan, this is back when we were the Redskins. I remember we started out, we lost to the Eagles first first game of the season. Reeled off seven straight wins going into the bye with Gus Farrat. Hottest team. You know, everybody in the city talking about, oh, we going back, we back, we back. And then the second half of the season, we went one and eight, if I'm not mistaken. Either one and eight or two and seven. So, you know. You see when you're at the top the first half of the season, you can look down and see how far you can fall. Uh, I'm glad to see Kirk back. You know, I I still pull for Kirk. That's, you know, last franchise quarterback we've had. And it took a lot of talking to the boss, BJ, um, the man that's cool as ice, twice as nice, and they never had a bad day in his damn life, Junie. They had to convince me that – and Jim and Delonte as well. They had to convince me that Kirk was our last franchise quarterback. You have to consider him the last franchise. So this game, I was on the fence all week because I didn't know. But I heard somebody say Adam Thielen is done. He's not the guy no more because of Justin. I don't want to hear that. Adam Thielen still Adam. That was you. 
That was you? No, that wasn't you. Okay, what you got? It was me. Well, I've said it. No, I said it you? you, but I truly believe Adam Thielen is done. Okay. The Midnight Rider just said that. I, I just, I don't believe, Adam Thielen going to do Adam Thielen things because his breakout game was here. I remember I'm, nobody knew who he was until he was here. Until he came here and he dogged us. This game is going to be a shootout. It's going to be 19-13. Joey Sly wins it with three seconds left. There it is. And then you know what we're going to do when they win? Because I do this every week. And it's for you, DJ Woody. Left hand up. Who are we? Commanders. All day long, baby. I got to do that every week. <laughs> That's the kind of shootout. It's going to be a Nerf gun shootout. <laughs> but 19-16, Washington wins this game. It's going to be hard for trying to give me fired. <laughs> It's going to be a hard-fought game, but Washington will pull this out. Joey Sly will be the, the 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 victor, and it'll be a measure of not revenge, but it'll be a measure to say, hey, y'all need to start taking us serious. Just saying. I'm just saying. Um, Moving to the next one. The Arizona Cardinals versus the Seattle Seahawks. Cardinals are one and a half point favorites over the Seahawks. Uh, Lady C, what you got? You know, I had to, to go and, and get my, my gerbil started. Um, give him some coffee. He, he wasn't ready quite yet. Um, so I think we got it now. Uh, give my give my router that, that church mother look. Like like BJ do, um, but yeah, I I really don't like neither team. I could care less about either team. Um, I sleep very well without without ever hearing about them. Um, but yeah, they got um, on Seahawks side. Their injuries are uh, Penny Hart and uh, Goodwin. Um, on Arizona side, you got Connor out. So I want to say the the over under for this one is uh, forty nine. Is that right? Midnight, not forty nine. Um, Arizona is a favorite. So I'm gonna take Arizona in this. The the over for Arizona because I like I say I, I really don't pay attention to either team that much. There's nobody on there that I really, I really like to pay attention to. BJ, I swear. <laughs> Look, if you don't like me, dude, just say it. No, I have to pick her up. Y'all like aren't, aren't, aren't seeing the background. This cat is attacking the hell out of my feet so i try to pick her up and calm her down she's purring and stuff now then i'm gonna put her down and she's gonna she she likes to bite me you know but i have to calm mm -hmm, her down and mm -hmm. i let her go you are you she, do not understand the door that you are opening right now sir you I don't do know not the cat understand and see and see midnight got to come after me you know he he don't like all of that uh you know so you i'm i'm trying i'm trying to can with you trying to can with you 
But you, you, you just don't understand the door that you are opening for me. So please put a padlock on that because I'm I'm sick of HR. I think and I, I really think that they about sick of my ass. Um, well, you know well, what? Well, I, know I, what? I had to hold on. I had to step off and take a call from HR. BJ, you gonna See? be called in because you keep playing with pussy on the daggone show. <laughs> so where's where's my checkbook? Like I'm gonna I'm have to no. dance. I'm gonna have to dance night of this. Where's my checkbook at? <laughs> where's my checkbook at? I'll take care of this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Cardinals versus Seahawks. I don't think it, the reason why I picked this game, and I'm 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 sorry to jump in, but the reason why I picked this game because I was like, okay, it's an NFC West matchup. Anybody can win that division right now. The Seahawks have surprised so many people because nobody expected Geno to play as well as he did. Nobody expected this team to be anything after losing Russell Wilson. And then word on the street is. Denver at the trade line was talking about trading to get Geno Smith. So that tells you how things are going in Bronco country. But uh, Midnight Rider, Seahawks, Cardinals, take it away. I just, oh, man. Um, listen, yeah, I was trying to make up my mind, and nobody did anything to help me out just now. So, um I think it's just one of them games, man, because Arizona's so different with DeAndre Hopkins back. It was that actually become a better offense, but I still just don't. It's something about Kyler that I just can't. I don't know. It's just he just. I just feel like he can get trapped if you rush your ends the right way. You can contain him from getting outside the pocket, and their running game isn't dynamic enough for them uh, to 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 exploit some things. On the ground, so I'm gonna take the Seahawks uh, for the win. So I'm gonna take the Seahawks with the plus one and a half, and I think the spread was 48 and a half with the over and under. It's 48 and a half um, based on Fanduel. So I'll um, I'll go with the over on this. I think this is gonna be like a real shootout. Um, it's gonna be one of those 34, 31 type of ball games, and I and I just think. I don't think the Cardinals' defense is going to do enough to um, keep Seattle from scoring. I think that's what I'm going to go with. I think I'm following right behind you. But not too close, though. I'm following right behind you. Um, I, I I like the Seahawks as a, the better team, the, the more complete team offensively and defensively. I love the way Geno's playing now. Um Kyler, it's just, I don't know, man. Um, he begged for that money. And it just, if I'm, I was a Cardinals, I, I wouldn't have. I'm different. I, I'm, I'm a bad GM. I wouldn't have paid him. He would have had to play out and prove to me that he would be worth that. But he just hit or miss with the Cardinals. And yet DeAndre Hopkins is a whole different animal. Um, but I'm taking the Seahawks today, man. I'm taking the Seahawks. I think that um, I really don't have too much faith in either defense. I think we're going to be over that 48 and a half. Um, but I just I just see Kyler making m- m- mistakes that's going to cost the Cardinals this game. 
and the, the Seahawks are just going to pull away, and then you're going to get into, you know, these games where Kyle is throwing 50, 60 passes. It's just a recipe for disaster. There's only a few quarterbacks that can throw 50, 60 passes, and two of them retired recently, Breeze and Peyton Manning. So give me the Seahawks. Um, give me Seahawks in six. According to ESPN, 58% of the people that does the picks on ESPN, pigskin pick them, which is where we do our picks at. Um, The 58% pick the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to go with it. No explanation needed. Uh, I'm I'm rolling on with it. And I say what I had to say about it. I just, Kyle Murray could be so much better. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know where, where, where the disconnect is, but Call of Duty I, came out this week. Ooh, you are right. You are absolutely right. And he is a Call of Duty fan. So you are absolutely right. Um, Bucks versus Rams. This right here is not a showstopper. This is not a a, a beautiful game, but you have the two top teams in the NFC last season. Three and four Rams, three and five Buccaneers. Tom Brady's going through a divorce. Well, divorce is final. He can focus on football now. Um, Lady C, help us out. Take 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 this one away. Uh, yeah. Oh, divorce I'm sorry. Cool. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I am not doing my job correctly. Bucks are three point favorites. Uh, now take it away. <laughs> uh, the over under for this one is uh 42 and a half with Tampa Bay, uh, being the being three points. So they got Antonio. So I guess you know, and that that you know, his divorce is final. He was originally uh, his divorce with his mistress, Giselle. Um, is finalized because he was really and truly married to football. So with, you know, that, that home record being out the way, but it, you know, so to speak, um, he, he can focus and, and work on his marriage, his true marriage. As much as I am not a Brady fan, I am a Brady skill set fan. He's got it. Like, I have to admit, you know, when when the GOAT is the GOAT, I have to admit it. Um, <clears throat> so, definitely giving the um, Tampa Bay this one, taking over for Tampa Bay. Because now he's got, he's got something to prove. He's got something to prove. He's got that buildup. He's ready. He's got his head clear. All that shit's behind him now. So... He's going to really give give the Rams a run for their money. Now, if they could just, uh, you know, rein in Antonio, A.B., they could actually do some shit. So, uh, Tampa for the win. I don't, I see it being a close one, though. Did did, did I miss something? Am I reading wrong? I was, Okay. I'm still half asleep. If they can just rein everybody in, that'd be good. <clears throat> See, I don't so think they'd be coming back to play there. 
No, nah, I don't think him and Tom Brady totally got anything to say to each other. Yeah, totally wrote down the wrong thing. That's what happened whenever you read without your glasses. Yeah. Um, is he even the loud back in Dubai? I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So get I, mean, I would like to go to Dubai. Bucks minus three versus the Rams. I just don't understand what the Rams are doing. Um, they need to do, and this is probably going to be all out of my bias for um, my college football team, but they need to get Kyron Williams into this offense some kind of way, shape, or form because they have no real running game. Um, Daryl Henderson, for some reason, he'll give them a 100-yard game here and then – he won't show up for the next four weeks. Um, the problem I have with the Bucs is, is they don't have that that get-out-of-jail-free card um, tight end guy that Tom always likes to use. So, it's, and I think that's part of his struggle is he doesn't have that gronk um, to keep him balanced. And last year, I guess their playoff game, the Rams got out early and the Bucks came back, storming back. And they almost won that ball game. So today I see it a little bit different. I think the Bucks get out early, but the Rams come back and win it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams plus three. And I think it's going to be 27-24. I think the Rams come back tied late and then get a field goal late to win the ball, ball game. Or actually, I should say a touchdown late. Cause I don't want to push. I want to. I want to. Um, yeah. Uh, this this is a tough one, man. Man, you know, boss man. Yeah, yeah. This this is a tough one. Um, I think I'm leaning with the Rams. And both teams are struggling. Um, I'm trying to just look at the stats and kind of see what. What what's going to, what's going to sway me one way or the other, and um, I just don't see anything that's just like standing out to me. It's like oh, you know, Tampa Bay, I'm gonna take them, or you know, versus the Rams. Tampa Bay's at home; they got the three. I actually might go with Tampa Bay. Uh, the only thing that stands out to me with Tampa Bay, they're six and two versus the spread when the Rams are two and five. So. Um, that's, that's kind of the only thing that, that, that stands out, but I don't know. I guess I'll go with Tampa Bay with this one. I think I'm not sure. I just don't know. Mm. Normally I would go with Tampa Bay. I don't think I did go with Tampa. I think I went with, uh, the Rams because Tampa Bay has looked like a shell of itself. It has, has looked like a shell of itself. And that's because Tom Brady. Uh, has looked like a shell of himself. So I'm going to take the Rams in this one and give me the Rams plus six. So last but not least, Lady C Saints taking on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Uh, but 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 the Ravens are one and a half point favorites versus the Saints who. Surprised a lot of people outside of Lady C last week and shoved a boot in asses. So uh Lady C, your Saints. Um, 
I was I was very shocked. I was like, well, shit, where in the hell has this team been all damn season? And then I had to realize, okay, well, they playing the Raiders. So, you know, a, a high school team could have, you know, walked over the Raiders. Um, but let's see, uh, it's it's a it's a very it's a full mix. They got um Baltimore as uh three point favorites. Um Lamar Jackson, he is going to just fully play with the Saints defense like a child's toy. Um and then they're gonna break it. Uh, I think I think uh my boy Dalton is starting, um, and Winston will make an appearance um, a little bit here and there to give Dalton a break. I, I really think that there needs to be some type of switch up, shake, shake around. Um, of course, you have Taysom, uh, who is going to do Taysom and be everywhere. He's going to be quarterback for a few plays. He's going to be strong safety for a few for a few runs. He's going to be the wide receiver. He's going to be running back. He's going to be special teams in some capacity. He's going to be over there coaching offensive line. You know, he's going to be coaching coaching the head coach. So uh, Dennis Allen. So Taysom is going to uh, Taysom is going to be Taysman today. Um. You know, of course, we're we're losing uh, Thomas. He he's he's out for the remaining of the season. He has a toe injury that he has to have surgery on. <sighs> every every year, it's something that's going to knock him out for the season. That that baby there, I he may need to to rethink his career. Um, you know, because when he's when he's on the field, he's on the field. When he's on the field, he's a beast. And then he's a beast until he's on fire until that, that water comes to dash him out. Um, but as far as points-wise, mm, it's a hard call. I love, love, love my Saints. But I kind of think the Ravens are going to pull it out with this because Lamar has the ability to, you know, essentially break down a defense. You know, he 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 does that. I don't know how the kid does it. Kudos to this young man. Um, I know I'm gonna have to call somebody and and eat a little crow uh, about this game because I'm I'm definitely putting my bet in. I'm about to text Fenton now and uh, put that bet in. But uh, and I know I'll probably be eating crow later, but uh, I'm gonna have to take Baltimore in this one. I want my boys win, but stat to stat, you know, I don't see anything being a shakeup, I don't see any, any flukes. Um, Lamar is very calculated in what he does, uh, and Dalton, Winston, Taysom, they're still playing ring around the rosy as to who's going to do what, when, where. Um, so 
I'm taking taking the uh, Ravens in this one. So Ravens, Ravens Saints, um, interesting ball game because the Saints defense doesn't get enough credit for what it does on a weekly basis. Um, no one could have told me that Taysom Hill would be this kind of an impactful football player. Uh, it's, it's like they actually got it right this time, where instead of trying to push a um, square peg in a round hole, they found a way to make this kid work and found a way to make it um, make it so he has a career. Uh, that being said, this, the Ravens just they still struggle inside the red area. Um, they lost Bateman. I thought they would have gone and gotten a receiver to help out, but I guess they're going to stick with Duvernay and company. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens with the minus one and a half. The over-under is 47 and a half. I think these two defenses um, will owe up and keep that under. So I'm going to take the – yeah, I'm taking the Ravens minus one and a half. And then 47 and a half, I'm going to take that on the under. Oh, man. Um, we're going with the Ravens on this one. Um just looking um yeah i i agree with you midnight right i thought they would have went and got a receiver um so they got they got duvernay which i picked up in uh fantasy because uh, i know he'll get some targets and then they got deshaun right um right yeah i i think i think that's going to be enough to get them past the Saints today, even though the Saints whipped the Raiders' ass last week, <laughs> I that was a that was a hell of a surprise. I messed my picks up. That was a fluke. But not that was a yeah. Fluke. Hey, now nah, I don't. I just think the Raiders are a bad team. Bad, bad, a bad team. You know, they thought Devontae Adams was going to come fix everything, and they got way more problems than what they thought. Um, the good thing about you know teams that are struggling right now it's only week nine you got time to kind of fill things out so you know Deshaun Jackson still got some speed and you know willing to kind of put his head down and work it could work out for the Ravens you know because Lamar got the arm that's not in question Lamar got the arm so if he can get that weapon and you know now the defense has to honor that deep ball even even more with Deshaun now is you still got that running lane for Lamar to be dynamic and do what he do Give me Lamar. Give me um give me over the uh I see 47 or I'm on bleacher report though. Um but give me the over and I I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be like a 34-30 type game. I think they're gonna go back and forth. Um I think Lamar does enough today to win. No mistakes. I don't think he makes any mistakes today. Does enough to win. I think they, they use their new toy in Deshaun Jackson. And they cruise so Wednesday. I'm gonna tell you this, and this is being honest. I forgot that the Ravens had Deshaun Jackson, so I'm sure RG3 and called uh, Lamar and said, "Hey Lamar, when you got Deshaun, don't try to overthrow him because I did that and I messed up a lot by trying to overthrow him every play, and I overthrew him a lot on times that he was open. He was open. 
get them the ball early, get it out the way. This is grind time for the Ravens. This is when they this is when I like to say they make their bread because that middle of the season, going into the end of the season, they win a lot of crucial and key games. The Ravens will win this one, and I don't think it'll be close. I'm saying 34 to 10. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I got that much confidence in the Raiders, I mean the Ravens, and it's crazy because we've seen Ravens teams with no receivers. We've seen Ravens teams with no running backs, but we've never seen them in the same season and still win. And we've seen a lot of Ravens teams over the last twenty some odd years. That especially after the Super Bowl, the, the Ravens teams that look like they're they're poised to be trash and then they wind up going deep into the playoffs. So the Ravens teams that look like they're going deep in the playoffs and they wind up being trash. So uh but give me the Ravens in this one, 34 to 10. Sorry, Lady C, but Fenton will win this one. Um now we come it. to the I see it. <laughs> we come to the end of it. And our sideline junkies fantasy pick them out uh right now there's a three-way tie between the midnight rider the boss bj and the legend himself big jim all with 71 wins on the season uh the midnight rider 71 and 52 he's number one of number one uh boss bj is 71 and 49 and big jim is 71 and 51 all are sitting at 90% win. Here's the thing. You want to bet, and I say this every year, you want to bet, you need to listen to the sideline junkies. You need to ask a sideline junkie, what do they think about, where do I bet? Because we win in games over here. We win hella games over here. Like, I think, what was it? Uh, last year, we won over 150 games each Year before that, I think we all cracked. We we damn near cracked two hundred. Come on, and we did playoffs too. Like I, if I go back and look at the book, we are on it when it comes to picks. You need to be betting with us. You want that money? Bet with us, honey. I'm telling you. So, final thoughts always before we get out. Of here. Well, yeah, that too. It, it it always works out for you. So, <laughs> final thoughts before we get up out of here. Um, any other game that somebody's interested in that you know you think is a must watch? Uh, what y'all got? I want to see the Bears and the Dolphins, and I want to see how it's only been a week, so I want to see how the um Bears are going to implement Claypool into the offense. What do they do? Do they still keep going forward with this Justin Fields, the athlete, and letting them make plays? Or are we going to still try to force them to be a pocket passer? And then on the Dolphins side, I mean, you got the Cheetah and the Penguin um, just killing it. So that's what I want to see. I want to see how that all plays out today. Um, I don't have any other games. Um, I'm totally on a different platform today. Uh, you know, B, you wanna you wanna go ahead first with your game, then I'll come back with mine. But my PSAs. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I, I want to see Carolina and Cincinnati. I, I really do. I want to see um, if Carolina can keep the momentum rolling. I'm, I'm rooting for I'm Steve Wilkes and Carolina to kind of right that ship, and hopefully he gets a fair shake this time. Um, yeah, I, I think if you want to watch something, you know, it could be a game that, you know, Cincinnati come out. They're missing – um, uh, what's his name? Jamar Chase. For, yes, he's out Jamar for a while. Yeah. But, they, you know, they still got Higgins and Boyd. So they still got some weapons. Uh, but, you know, Carolina, you know, since they got rid of McCaffrey and, you know, put the, the, the two dud first-round picks out of the way um, – Playing good, some good football, man. I, I want to see if that continues today. If they got something to build off of, um, yeah. Then I watch Carolina, Cincinnati. And if it gets out of hand, you know, I'll I'll be somewhere hot. Well, for me, uh, Cincinnati versus Tennessee, two five and two teams coming into this week. That's the eight twenty game tonight. I think that's a must watch because Tennessee trying to show that they still have it. And they can still compete without AJ Brown. Uh, Kansas City is like, yeah, we Kansas City, and I'm Patrick Mahomes, bitch. So that's the that's my must watch my must watch game. Uh, outside of everything else that we named, that's my my late game. So that's the sit back, relax, kick up your feet, watch that. It's gonna be interesting to see what um, you gave Andy Reid about two weeks with Kadarius Tony. I want to see what, what's going to come from that because he's going to have some kind of package or some type of play. So expect expect Tony to to make a splash today, um, whether it's a run play um, on a jet sweep or it's just a some kind of screen or something. I just he's too explosive an athlete to to not make a play, especially when he's coached by a guy named Andy Reid. That's all I got. Um, yeah, and then just a little PSA. Uh, this month is Diabetes Awareness Month. Uh, I, I think it's kind of crazy that it, it it falls in the same time, the same month of Thanksgiving where, you know, everybody going to eat. Um, you know, so definitely take care of your health. You, you know, everyone knows someone who is a diabetic. Um, like I, I am a diabetic and, you know, I, I definitely don't put as much emphasis on my on my health uh, as I should. Shame on me. Um, you know, guys, everyone on this panel today is at least 40 and over, aside from me, Ask the Baby. Um, <clears throat> so definitely, oh, oh, the faces. Anyway. <laughs> So, you know, make sure you guys get yourselves checked out. Uh, you know, cholesterol, diabetes, your your physical health, um, as well as mental. Mental affects your physical. Physical affects the mental. So they all work in tandem with each other. Um, also, this is a the month of Thanksgiving. Uh, time to be thankful, even though, you know, we're all thankful and grateful for the many blessings that we, you know, have received throughout the year. Um, you know, it's time to give back. We should always be giving back anyway. Uh, you know, we're blessed. You know, we bless others because we are blessed. So 
find your your local food bank um you know donate your time donate you know some some canned goods to those that are less fortunate not only this month but next month as well so no that's it for me that's all i got my psa my pretty little psa well that's all the time we got remember go set your fantasy lineups enjoy a good day of football uh i got me a good day of hair grooming going on so it's wash day for the midnight ride of the boss bj lady c and the rest of the sideline junkies that are on special assignment we don't do no overtime we are out of here pew pew Peace.